Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. Hello and welcome to DBE. I'm your host, Stevie G, and you are listening to the podcast designed for students of travel. Whether you're listening on a streaming site like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or you're catching the show at groupexperience.com, I really appreciate you joining me for this episode. Make sure to visit Destinations Beyond Expectations at dbetravel.com to find some fun blogs, a link to join the DBE Patreon community, and so much more. Remember, you can find Destinations Beyond Expectations on Facebook and Instagram. And please, if you know somebody who loves the world of travel, tell them about the DBE podcast. On today's show, we'll be covering an area halfway across the world from where I live. Travel blogger Genevieve Hassel joins me on this episode to talk all about Australia's Gold Coast. Our conversation will give you tips on which stunning beaches you should visit, when you may want to plan your adventure to the Gold Coast, some of the best places to eat in the area, and much more. Genevieve is the brilliant mind behind thewanderbug.com, a blog that has many great travel articles about Australia, New York City, Europe, and beyond. Fun fact, I'm pretty sure this was the earliest in the day that I've recorded a podcast interview because of the time difference between Florida and Australia, but it was totally worth it because Genevieve was a great, great guest. All right, let's go ahead and jump into my interview with Genevieve so we can learn more about Australia's Gold Coast. Genevieve, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. Thank you so much for joining me. How's it going? I'm really well, thanks, Stevie. I'm really excited to be here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so great to have you on the show. Um, so, Genevieve, you wrote an awesome travel guide for Australia's Gold Coast on your website, thewanderbug.com. Listeners can follow along with our conversation because I've included that guide in this episode's show notes. And today we're going to chat about the Gold Coast and some things to know if you're going to visit the area. Genevieve, can you start things off by letting us know where the Gold Coast is located? Yeah, sure. So the Gold Coast is on the east coast of Australia. Um, It's in Queensland um, and it's between Brisbane and Byron Bay. So it's about an hour's drive either way. So it's um, you can do a trip to all three, which is pretty great. That's awesome. So I guess, you know, why exactly do people visit the Gold Coast? What's the area really known for? The Gold Coast is really famous for sunshine and beaches. So it's a really um, popular holiday destination um, with international travellers as well as other Australians. It has 300 days of sunshine a year. It's warm pretty much year-round. It has a lovely subtropical climate um, and there are just so many beautiful beaches. Um, They're really clean. They're really sandy. They're, They're just absolutely beautiful. So that's why most people visit now, for anyone out there that isn't really familiar with the Gold Coast, um, can you talk a little bit about what it's like to visit at different times of the year? And do you have any tips about when someone should consider visiting? Yeah, definitely. So keeping in mind um, for your listeners in the Northern Hemisphere, that Australia's seasons are at opposite times of the year. So our winter is June to August. There isn't really a bad time to visit the Gold Coast. It's very hot in summer, but it's, as I said, it's it's pretty much warm year-round, so it's actually a very popular winter travel destination, um, particularly for people who live in the southern states of Australia where it gets a lot colder. 
like I do now. <laughs> um, but yeah, year round, it, it's pretty great. Um, the only time I would probably maybe avoid visiting is every year. There are a couple of weeks, which is um, schoolies week, which is where all everyone who's just finished high school in Australia goes to the Gold Coast to have like a massive party week. It's only really in Service Paradise, which is the main touristy area, but I probably wouldn't visit then. Um, but otherwise, it's it's pretty great year round. Um, if you do visit in winter or spring, so that's June to November, you can do whale watching um, from the Gold Coast so that you can see humpback whales, which is really amazing. Um, and I would definitely recommend booking a day trip to do that if you're there at that time of year. And then, yeah, the shoulder seasons are great as well. Like it's just it's pretty dry very warm. You can swim nearly all year. So you can't really go wrong, which is nice. Yeah. That's so cool. Whale watching. I, I would totally do that. That sounds uh, so awesome. How many days would you recommend someone set aside to visit the Gold Coast? I would try and visit for you know at least three days if you can. Um, I know that for a lot of international travelers, a trip to Australia um, is pretty rare. So people are trying to to jam a lot in while they're in Australia. But if you can spare three days at a minimum, I think that's a great start because it gives you enough time to check out some different areas of the Gold Coast, go to lots of different beaches, maybe do a hike or um, something else like that without rushing the trip too much. Like when you're at the beach, you don't want to be rushing around all day. So it's nice to have a little bit of time to take it at a slower pace. Uh, Genevieve, in your opinion, what are some of the best beaches and I know you talked a little bit about things to do, but maybe can you go into that a little more, like just areas and things to do around the Gold Coast? Yeah, absolutely. My favorite beach on the Gold Coast is Burley Heads. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. It's stunning. Um, it's not as busy as, uh, like, say, Main Beach in Surfers Paradise. Um, and it's a great spot for surfing. If you surf, you can also swim there. Um, and there's Burley Heads National Park right on the beach as well. So every time I go to the Gold Coast, I'll usually do this short hike through Burley Heads National Park. It doesn't take long at all, but the views are stunning uh, over the ocean and over the beach, and you can go for a swim afterwards. So I always think that's a really nice way to start off a trip to the Gold Coast. Um, other beaches I do really like as well are Broad Beach, Main Beach, which I mentioned um, in Surface Paradise. It, it's huge and it's pristine. Um, Mermaid Beach is lovely, and then Cool and Gadda on the southern Gold Coast is just this enormous beach. It's so long. It's so deep. It's, yeah, it's really amazing. And nearly all of those beaches will be patrolled. Um, so you can swim really safely at all of those. I really like going down to Snapper Rocks and Point Danger as well. I don't swim there, but it's just a really stunning, sunny headland there. It's a lovely spot. Very nice. You know, one more thing I wanted to ask you about, um, in terms of the Gold Coast, talk to me about the food scene. What are some of your favorite places in the Gold Coast area to grab food or drinks yeah one of the things that actually surprises a lot of visitors to australia and they've done research on this is that australia has really amazing food it's a great food destination and most people don't know that before they visit so they're quite surprised so in on the gold coast there are heaps of great restaurants but i particularly like the tropic um, at burley pavilion so that's it's a relatively new restaurant and it's right over the ocean so sitting out on the patio there is really really lovely I'd recommend going during the day so you can have that great view of the ocean or trying to time your visit around sunset. It's absolutely stunning. And the food's um, really lovely. Um, Tang Court inside the Langham Hotel is newer and that's um, a really elegant Chinese restaurant if you're looking for something kind of more fine dining. 
I always love to go to a fish and chip shops whenever I'm in any Australian beach town. It's a bit of a must-do. doesn't matter which fish and chip shop you go to. They're all kind of the same, but it's just great to get some takeaway fish and chips and have um, a really casual dinner by the beach. And I also love, actually, the Gold Coast um, Fisherman Co-op. So it's been running since the 70s, and you can go and buy fresh seafood directly off the boats um, if you go down early in the morning. So if you've got a kitchen where you're staying, um, I'd really recommend going to buy some fresh prawns or something like that. They just taste so amazing when they're fresh from the ocean. It's um, a bit of a must-do. And then finally, a couple of cafes I really like. Australia has a really great cafe culture, so going for breakfast or brunch is really fun. I really like the Milkman's Daughter in Mermaid Beach. It's vegetarian. Um, and Palm Springs in Burley, which is actually inspired by Palm Springs in the U.S., but um, it's a really great cafe. That's awesome. So listeners can find the travel guide we reviewed today on your website, thewanderbug.com. You have so many more great blog posts on your site. Tell the listeners more about your travel blog and what they'll find if they visit thewanderbug.com. Thank you, Stevie. Um, so I've had the Wonderbug for around 10 years. I started it when I was at uni. Um, and so I've got a lot of content on there about traveling all over Australia. I have lots of itineraries and guides on what to do for your first trip. I lived in New York City for a couple of years, so I have lots of a lot of guides and itineraries for New York as well. Um, and then there's also a lot of content about Europe, particularly Greece, France um, and Italy. Awesome. And and where should we go to stay connected with your travel adventures on social media? I'm on Instagram at the Wonderbug World, just all as one word. Um, and that's yeah, that's the best spot to find me online. And I think I, I post more most often though to my blog. So Genevieve, I do have one final question for you today. It's a question, you know, I always ask um, <clears throat> guests that come on the show for the first time. Destinations Beyond Expectations is the podcast designed for students of travel. So I'll ask you, are you someone who would consider yourself to be a student of travel? And if so, can you maybe just talk a little bit about something you've learned uh, because of travel or through travel? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really great question. Um, One thing I really love about travel is how much you're always learning when you're overseas. And I think one thing that I really took away when I started traveling um, internationally was just how much that you can't assume anything and how you can't really take anything for granted because there are so many different ways to live your life. And I think when you travel, you really see that. Um, I love seeing that when I travel. It just, it's a really good reminder that um, the assumptions you make about the way you live your day-to-day life, it could be totally different for so many other millions of people around the world. Um, and I also love learning about, I love history and I love food culture. Um, and I'm really interested in that. So I feel like whenever I'm traveling, um, I love le- learning about a place through its food. It, te- it tells you so much about a place, about who's been there, about the history of the place. You can find out so much um, through food. So I do a lot of learning through eating when I'm traveling. That's awesome. I do as well. And uh, Genevieve, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the podcast today. I love learning more about the Gold Coast, an area that is very far from me. And I, I truthfully didn't really know too much about before today's conversation. So thank you so much for, for joining me on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. A big DBE thank you to Genevieve for joining the show today. Be sure to check the show notes to find out more about thewanderbug.com 
and you'll definitely want to give the Wanderbug world a follow on Instagram. Destinations Beyond Expectations is available on all audio platforms, and you can find the show at groupexperience.com. That's all I've got for today. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to share this podcast with your travel friends. Have a great day, and I will talk to you soon.